Welcome to our seminar in Go and God Calls. My name is Lars Matson, and this is my wife, Carolina. If you want to ask any question during the seminar, feel free, but you might get a shorter answer if we are going to tell you about that later in the seminar. So we want to tell everything we have that we want to tell, and then we can hopefully have a lot of time with questions. Uh, and it will hopefully also be a lot of time for questions and answers in the end of the seminar. Shall we start with pray for this seminar? Thank you, Jesus, for having led us to this seminar. And I hope now that at least one of you is in this room will go when God calls after this seminar. They get encouraged to do it. Not exactly what we have done, but they go with Jesus, what he wants you to do. Thank you, Jesus. For letting us hear. Hey. So, uh, as you heard, Lars, Carolina, and uh, we have uh, we live in Siljansnäs. You can see uh, very uh, up there in Dalarna near Leksand in Sweden, and uh, we have two own kids and one foster child. And maybe we have, oh, you can see it. here is the view. We live over the church roof, you can see there. Yeah. That might be like. There we live, yeah. And it's beautiful, we love it, yeah, we do. And this is our kids, Matta, Tyra, and our three dogs. And, and also we have Kaya, our foster child. Um, yeah, and I'm a nurse, and I have my own company with my sister, and we have a cleaning business together. So I work as a nurse uh, and a boss over cleaning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. <coughs> yes, and I'm working as a product coordinator at the big sawmill company up in there where we live. It's one of the bigger in Sweden. And our personal interest, um, you might have read them down there, but it's folk dance, folk music, we're hunting moose together, and we also like to spend time in our cottage in the wood, I can show you here. And it's, it's, it's no um, electricity there, it's very calm and, yeah. Where does it sit? Where it's the west. 70 kilometers west of Abilene. Yeah, it's only up, 30, up in the forest. 30, 30 minutes from our house. What's it called? Okay. We used to have a husband from Dalarna. Ah, okay. So then we had a summer school in Lerbeck. This is Hepwen. Yeah, it is. Uh, beside our we say personal interest, we also engage in our congregation, uh, which we, our church, which we went into in the December for 10 years ago now. Yeah. I said it was a Christmas present because it was the day before Christmas Eve. <laughs> I don't know if it was a present or not. But <laughs> uh, we both, both have been saved uh, the year before, we can say, within the year before. So we were very, I think, almost young in faith 
And it was also through an alpha course as was held by Anten Eren, who's joined us to support us here. So you have to thank, thank them for standing here, I think. And today I'm also in the board of the church, also working with technique during the service and so on, with sound, live streaming, and text. I'm head of one of the groups who's doing that. Uh, I'm also in, in the building group. We want to build out our church physically. We need a bigger church. It's, that's nice. <laughs> And Kalina, she is uh, working with worship, worship and also have a, a children's choir. Yeah. And together we are youth leader and have the group between. And it is about this, we, we put the main of the time today to talk about this group and what we are doing. And it's also the reason why we stand here today, because I had the feeling that, oh, we should have a seminar about this. Mm. And it get, uh, I checked it with my wife first, and I've been thinking of it first for a couple of weeks before I tell her, mm. is it right or not, because it's a little bit scary to stand here. Uh, <clears throat> as you also realize now, we are not a vineyard congregation. And the reason for we are here, it's, uh, it sits in the, in the room, you can say. Anton Elin has lived in Stockholm and was in vineyard there. And they went to the camp. I don't know, I don't know if it was because of you was in Vineyard in Stockholm that a lot of families moved from Vineyard. So we think about this, but five families is the roots in Vineyard who lives in Sinansnäs now. Mm-hmm. And they also went to this camp and we joined this camp in 2013. And now I'm the camping coordinator at this camp. So you never know where God leads you to do. <laughs> and also what's a little bit what you're calling from God, yeah, I can see that there I can make a difference and just I can join as a volunteer and do the job there. And now, after the years, I, why don't you take the responsibility? And at least see this. He's very, very pract- practic, uh, a practical man. He, he sees things that can do bad, made better and you do it. And I think that's why you do that. Now we're going to go into this. We're going to take two of our, at least two of the steps we're taking with faith in our congregation together. Mm-hmm. When we have been saved through the Alpha Course in 2012, we felt that we also want to hold an Alpha Course in 2015. And when we were young in faith, we said we need some company, some older ones, so we can lean back on if we get in discussions. And that was no problem. We get a couple of a pair that really all in faith. And very in the beginning, we get one who wants to go on the course. Then it was should we say it really heavy? I don't know what I'm going to point out you want to but. <laughs> when you really sit there, yes, Antius, okay, you are, you are having, handling all the alpha courses in the Bible congregation, he said, should you, should you have it or should you cancel it? And I said, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I got it from God, then we're going to hold it. So we're going to start on a Monday, and on the Sunday morning I went to our Sunday service. I can, I can start uh, 
I think I started in the evening before. I won't work on English. I'll help on it when it's All Saints, All Saints Day. When we, we light, in anyway, Sweden, we light uh, candles in the church. And I went to the, this big white church, the Swedish church, to light up candles. And then I met this person who has uh, said they want to go to the course. And she asked me, Oh, we're going to meet on Monday. How many, how many are we going to be? Oh, it's going to be nice. <laughs> we'll be a couple and it's going to be nice, as I said. I, was, I couldn't say it was only her. <laughs> and four leaders. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to the Sunday service and I told them who's leading the meeting, I want to say something about our Alpha, Alpha course in the meeting. I, I said that there are some spaces left still, if somebody <laughs> wants to join. And in the end of the service, one of the members waved at me, come, come Lars. And he was talking to two guys, two, you can say two Syrian guys who is living in the village for the moment. And I said, these guys want to go the course. And I, I showed them what time and where they're going to go, give them the address and everything. So when I went home, I had three participants. <laughs> it was up 200 percentage. Mm-hmm. And Carolina didn't join at this Sunday service, but she has got a call. You can say who is... Yeah, uh, I said I'm a nurse and I had a student with me, and uh, she's a Catholic from uh, Africa, from... Burundi. Burundi, yes. And uh, I just told her about my faith, and I I told her about the course, and and I said to her, do you want to join? And she said, yes. Yes, I think that's that's I need that. So then we had four. Yeah, yes, you called on Sunday also. Yeah. So now we had four participants, and on the Monday the evening when we starting the course, we also get another one who came. A neighbor. Na- just mm-hmm. our neighbor, but uh, I think she got a little bit scared, so she only joined the first one. But we was eight on the course, four leaders and four participants. Mm-hmm. I can see the coolest thing that happened during this course for me, it was what didn't happen for me on my Alpha course. Because all four of them met Jesus during the course. We saw the breakthrough on each on different occasions. That was... <coughs> this also became the proof for me how important it's go to go when Jesus calls. To go when God calls. Because you never know, it feels, and it feels really hard, you need to go. And we go to the Bible, and <laughs> as I told some of you in the came earlier here, that's, it's going to be the same as Mike, Church. I think God wants to tell us something about, because, about this. It's from Matthew, it's, it's the same. 14:22-27. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself and pray, to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. 
When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. We stop there before we go on the further on. As you know, this also stands in John and Mark. But that as follows is only standing in Matthew, as we're going to come back to in the soon. And that we have just read, we know it's impossible for, him, for a human to walk on water. Have you tried? Mm-hmm. I always get wet anyway when I tried. Mm. But I can say that it is possible if Jesus tells you to do it. So we will see how it works on you. You already know it because you just read it. But Yeah. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reaches out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. As you already get refreshed of this text, you can see it is possible to walk on water if Jesus say you shall do it with him. I also see it as a parable, parable that if he has called you to do something that you think it is impossible, it is possible. If he says you are going to do it. <clears throat> and I'm not going to put this text, but before this, it is, it's, uh, it's uh, what Mike talked about. Was it yesterday or two days ago? No, two days ago. Two days ago. About the. When Jesus fed uh, 5,000 men plus women and children with five breads and two fishes, if you remember that one. I shouldn't make his side of the story. If I look at it, and that, and that part you also can read, uh, read in John, it was a boy that had it. And that tells me that you don't need to give more than you already have. Rest will Jesus help you with. As you remember, these breads and fishes, they got, was it 12 baskets more afterwards? Mm. So you just need to bring what you have when Jesus calls you. And we're going further on to tell you about our group between, as we call it, started. my, we, I and Carolina felt for this children this age was going in, Mellan started in Sweden between 10 and 12 years and often prayed for children that age and in the last camp 2019 I don't know if you remember if you also listened to Rachel Turner who is a children and youth pastor in Harrogate New Life Church outside Leeds in UK for me, it's an incredible woman with a simple way helping children to get a relationship with God. 
we went to gatherings and seminars with her. Mm. And that was stuck in my mind. It was that we need to help our children to get a relationship with God. It's our responsibility. Shall I tell you more about between? <clears throat> yeah, and between it's a home group, a small home group for, as Lars said, kids between 10 and 12 years old. Um, and it's, it's kids that have a relationship with the church or with the, they know about Jesus and they need some more. So that's the group. And I can tell you about the name between. It's a play with words, actually, because uh, when kids go to this, the fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, it's mellanstadiet. And mellan in English is between. And it's, and you know, tween. And I think it's good to, when you are in that age, you are not small, small kid. And you're not a teenager. You are actually between two very important stages. And sometimes we forget these kids, these ages. And we felt that, that it wasn't a place for them because uh, we had a, a teenage group for teenagers and we had, you know, Sunday school. But these uh, kids, they didn't have anything they have uh, at yet this time. They didn't have anything to go to. And, and we thought that it was God that gave us a longing for these kids. Uh, we prayed for them, even though we didn't know that we are going, didn't, we are going to start a group. And, uh, and we love home groups. Uh, and that's from uh, Alpha. And we, we started a home group after Alpha. And because it's a place that when you can feel safe, you are a small group, you can... You can tell from your heart what you think and what you believe. And your, if you don't believe, you can tell that as well because we can help each other in the group. Uh, so it's a very secure group and we can sing to Jesus. We can pray, help each other. And we share life, we share bread. It's very important. So that's why we wanted to have this kind of group for these kids. Um, a place to grow. I can say we had this idea we talked about it when we left the camp take it back to our church and now we said is this something we shall do or not what will they say what will our pastor say <laughs> so we decided to meet him at the church and explain what we wanted to do and we sat there a bit nervous and just looking at him and oh, what will he say what will, how, how will, he, will he react I was stepping on his toes because I can tell that he's a very big heart for, for kids and teenagers, our pastor, he's great. So we wanted to have him, him with us in this, of course. You need to have something backing you up. So. Yeah. And his first answer was, this is the answer to my prayers. Mm. And we get really relieved and mm. get strength to start the group. Yeah. And uh, we started the group uh, the autumn uh, 2019. And uh, it was, as we said, from 10 to 12 years old. And, uh, of course, this group has gone on now for today. And 
the group changes all the time because when you are uh, when you're going to be 13 you leave the group and when you are going to be 10 you come so it's a uh, changing group every year and I think that's good because we need to have fresh inputs in the group and uh, when you are finished in the group you are you have so much more and you and you need a, a teenager group actually I think so that's good and uh, we usually are between six and eight members uh, and um, uh, we start with plus minus and god thing plus they have they can say uh, something good that had happened since we met them uh, often it is like oh it's a party on Wednesday or oh my going to meet my grandmas on Sunday and something like that or uh, my test in school was was awesome uh, and minus often it is oh I lost my rabbit or it's like we got a test at school yeah, we got a test at school as well, yeah. And, uh, and more heavy things like uh, illness, uh, it can be uh, bullying in the school. Uh, and they, they are not afraid to share it with us because we have this uh, promise to each other that we won't tell what we say in this group to others because it's important that they can feel safe. So, and God thing. That's, uh, did you spend some time with God during the week? And uh, they all have. It's uh, worshipping, uh, they sing, yeah. they prayer. Uh, yeah. Watching Sunday service. Yeah. Um, after that, we have, uh, we sing songs, worships, worship songs, and we uh, have Swedish songs and English, and we always explain the English ones so they know what they they are singing. We, we broke through the whole text before. Yeah. We can be singing it so they know what they are singing. I think, think that is important. That's just sing words. They need to know what they are singing. Yeah. And often they are very good at English, but the Christian English is not that easy. So sometimes we have to go through because, uh, yeah, you know the songs. It can be very hard to understand even for us sometimes. It's metaphors and so on. Uh, and after that, we had some Bible studies, and it sounds very heavy, but it isn't. Uh, we teach, teach them about the Bible, the, the Bible book. We teach them about uh, how to, to look in the book, how to see the New Testament, the Old, how to find it. Um, they love when you say, oh, please turn to Matthew 17. Uh, oh, they like, oh, they love it. It's... And I don't know why, but they do. <laughs> uh, and of course, we also teach them how to use it in the mobile because they're going to always bring the mobiles everywhere. So it's good if they can have a Bible in the mobile. Uh, often we have some uh, shorter plan, reading plan. We do that. And at first we'd had some very high level not very high, but high level. And, uh, you know, they are 10, 11. It, it's difficult for them to, to be... Uh, uh, we need to step down. Yeah, we needed to step down. Because I had so many ambitions. I want to, to give them so much. But I think 
And I know now that I give them much if I give them less, actually. If you have small, short Bible verses, if you go through them, some kids plan for reading, it's more easy. Uh, after that, it's fika. <laughs> and fika is very important. It's important to, to share meal, to share bread with each, other, with each other. So we always have sandwiches and, yeah, of course... Cookies, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and and this during this time, it's important that we uh, they can talk, they laugh, they have uh, they are very free. Uh, when we have this sharing at the first, it's important that everyone can have his or her own sharing. So then now it's my turn to say something, and everyone around is supposed to be quiet that time. But this time during the fika, is, they they laugh and. They have very much fun, we as well. Uh, and I usually read an, a book, a kid's book, Andakt. Do you know what Andakt is? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have some, a book with short um, stories Sorry. in it. And after that, uh, we have the most important thing, and that's the prayer time and everyone uh, is always uh, even in the first time we meet they're always supposed to read something loud pray loud and we help them because it's a training process and uh, it's just you're one pray, sentence you're praying around the, around the table yeah you're praying around the that table Carolina's praying for me and I'm praying for the next one and yeah it's a shame, shame prayer and all, all, of course, everyone is praying at the same time, but it's one that pray out loud. And always they should say, thank Jesus for Lars. Thank Jesus for Lars. And if they want to, to continue, before, of course, when we have this plus and minus, we can, we, Lars usually um, notice some things, if we need some prayers about some, something. Some small notes to go back to see if we got some prayer subject for that person that should we pray for this one mm. this was a big minus I think mm. shall we pray for it now shall or, shall we, or shall we thank you I think we should, should thank God because you managed to do that or yeah. and often most of the time they actually pray loud because they feel very safe and secure in the group and, and or if they don't want to do that they can just sit uh, and I pray loud and help them. Uh, of course, the others pray as well. And I feel this is it's a very precious moment, actually, because I feel it's, it's, it's strong. It's very strong because we want to give them small words. Not, they don't have to use very have large, uh, big prayers, a lot of words. It's not that, that's not important. We want to give them that. It's enough to say, Tack Jesus for Lars. Thank you, Jesus, for Lars. It's actually, that's enough. Yes, and it's very exciting to see how they're growing in the prayer yeah. during the year or years. Yeah. Mostly after, in the spring, most of them are, are praying loud. Mm. But in the beginning, it's just, thank you. Thank you for telling Thank yeah. you, Jesus. But and it's the, important that they, we let them to start to pray loud. Yeah. For practice. And not put too much on them from the beginning. No, and we are very 
it's, it's important for us to, to just use simple words so it's easy for them. And uh, sometimes we have some time left and then they want to sing more songs, so we sing more songs. And finally, we always pray, uh, pray together and it's like uh, our father or yeah, the blessing or something. So that's how we do between the group. Yeah, uh, during these three years now, we have had the pandem- pandemic, so we have the restrictions, and this was a, a challenge for us. We, we needed to, we wanted to meet, they wanted to meet, and we also tried to have a digital meetings, but that... We, did, we thought that it would be good. Great, idea, but yeah, it did, didn't work big, for the kids. No. Sorry, it didn't. We had some meetings, but we, we felt that it didn't give them what they needed. So instead, we keep contact by an SMS group, some contacts, and they always say, can we start now? We want to meet again. And uh, we can also see uh, the children who want to go to this, they get it in high prior, and some of them, it doesn't fit at all, so they don't come. So, But the one who is coming, this is very precious. I can just turn again to Antin Elin. Their son has been there for three years now, and he's almost coming if he's not sick, I think. And it's a good when we have these kids that they are older, like uh, Joel this time, because they have uh, they have more to more to give to the, the younger, because <clears throat> it can be a very big difference between a ten year old and a twelve year old. It's just two, two years, but it's very different. Yes, and I remember on the first meeting we had, uh, had a little bit work to have them to sit still mm-hmm. and put away their phones. And now it's, they are, what we say, everybody younger looking up to them. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. uh, you have any more about that one? Anyway, this is a couple of examples. When we have gone further on, what we got something for God. And our hope is to encourage you to do the same. To go in faith and keep out so when you put down the foot on the water, you can walk on it. So Jesus will be with you and take you further on. Because what you think is po- impossible is possible with the help of Jesus. And you don't need to give more than you already have. That's important. Do you hear that? Once again, you don't have to give more than you have. Sometimes we think we have to give so much more than we, we have. And that's why we sometimes don't manage to do it. And that's what we hope we will inspire you to go when God calls. Not to copy what we have done, necessarily, but do what God wants you to do. That's the biggest message from us to you. Mm-hmm. And if you feel that this might be a good in, thing to do in our church, just test it. Have a discussion with a pastor or border and see. Yeah, uh, some questions. Uh, I want to know: Do you work with kids, children in your church or in your 
No? No done? Mm. Yeah, you think it's uh, hard because of the lang- language? Yeah. yeah. They're going to say that. Maybe it doesn't really mean that much for their mind, really. Yeah. It's just a new church, and they're trying out different things. Mm. It would have been really good for their leaders to hear that. How big is your church? Members about 150, 160 somewhere. On the paper, in the paper. I think, but uh, I think it was about 150. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Around 80 active every week. Mm. And a lot of kids, yeah. a lot of uh, small kids, teenagers. Yeah. And the village is about just below 2,000 who's living in the village. Mm. And during the pan- pandemic, we. Uh, Many churches actually they closed and they couldn't have anything to do because we couldn't meet in church. But we uh, actually did, did it other. We, we never stopped. No. We stopped meeting, but we never stopped. Physical meeting. Physical stopped. meeting we stopped, but we don't, didn't stop to have Sunday service. I was I, I'm in the border and said we <coughs> we're not going to close the Sunday service. So in the beginning, beginning I made small films that we put out on Sundays mm-hmm. and then somebody helps us uh, do it every Sunday but we started there and after we say in the autumn 2020 we started to live streaming during our summer conference because we want to have a summer conference but we couldn't have meetings mm-hmm. so then we, we realized we need to live stream it instead so we have this, can have this conference mostly also for the youth in our, mm-hmm. in our church. And since then we have been live streaming for two years now. But it's one, it's very important thing that is, that it's not for the kids actually. Maybe for the teenagers, some of them, but it's not for the kids because it's difficult for them to have, to see it's on a screen. They see so much on screens today, so they need this, this the place you, you can touch each other and see each other. It's very important. I've noticed that during these years, they have a they ha- have a longing for to meet each other. So we had the actually we had the the children in the church during the conference, but yeah. no adults. Mm. And then they need to see Tom and watch it live. Yeah. The kids said to me when we started the live stream that the Sunday service. service. When we started the live stream with the kids, that now we're doing church for me. This is the real thing. Now, now we can put it out on YouTube and show our friends. And this is oh. real. We were doing this stuff. Oh, okay. Thought <laughs> <laughs> it was real church. Mm-hmm. So I think it was good for the elderly team. Yeah, you for the elder, yeah. And then they have really have they have a task in church now. Mm-hmm. They go to church to fix the live streaming and to participate and sing and. Yes, precisely. Their son is working with text and live streaming, mm-hmm. same as my daughter. Mm-hmm. We have learned them, so they are supporting. So we have youth in every. And, and Albin. Albin, also your, mm-hmm. your guy. He's mm-hmm. in my group now, so. Mm-hmm. <coughs> 
you guys to also, before Rosh and Carolina uh, started this uh, group, uh, I was, I, had, I have a big heart for the children. Uh, and I had something called Kristallunskola. It's an old word, word in Sweden. I used it because the elderly people know the word and know what it is. It's a school for, to, to become a Christian, and like a confirmation or something, like traditional. But what I actually did was every one Sunday a month, I felt that I could do this. I said I stood in the doorway in church and I welcomed all the children to church. And I gave them a notebook and a pen, and I said, write up all the words you don't understand in church today. And afterwards, we have pizza upstairs together, and we talk about all the words that you don't understand. Uh, because we use so many words that the kids don't know. <laughs> uh, and afterwards, we went upstairs for about the same amount of kids, ten, and sometimes there were so many, I had to ask them, other grown up to join me to, so we could have two groups so they could have time to, to talk about all the words. And we talked, we had pizza, uh, and the first time I did this, it was like 10 years ago or something, one of the children were, uh, one of uh, the girls in women's church, she went up and she was 30 years old, and she said, I have never dared to pray out loud before in church, but today I'm going to do that. And so she did that in front of everyone. And I said to the kids, okay, you're not supposed to be 30 years before you dare to pray out loud. So I'm going to challenge the kids every, every Sunday after church. We pray for each other. And we did exactly what you're still doing. Mm -hmm. We walked around the way and we put the hands on each other and said, thank you, Jesus, for my friend. Everybody had to say, thank you, Jesus, for something out loud mm -hmm. to pray. And equally, the kids started to more and more out loud, and it was a good practice mm. to make the kids. And then in 2018, I was so tired. I had a new work, and I didn't have strength enough to keep on having the Sunday <coughs> gatherings with the kids. So I said to God, I don't have the strength anymore. I have to just like, put it down because I'm tired. And God pulled you guys out <laughs> yeah. to take over yeah. and do this. And I didn't know so much about your work, but I'm so happy to hear it because I, I have somewhat, some very, very times grieved over not having the strength to go on. Mm. But when somebody is tired, God sees it and he loves mm. you to rest mm. and he calls others. Yeah. We're a big family and we can help each other. Mm. It's so impo very important. Encouraged to not strive on if you're tired. Just lay down and somebody else will take over because God calls others too. Hmm. That is not dependent on one yeah. The interesting thing is when our pastor says the first one who came from other group into his group, he said they were so much more prepared than the other youth. Hmm. After one year, they had so much more hmm. in education. And I think that's because we... We help them just with small, small things. Actually, it's not that it's not a heavy work. It's we help them see small things and help them to actually look in the Bible. It's not alien for them. It's uh, they can find their way in the Bible and they, and they know how to, to pray. To grow, pray. to grow in their faith. Yeah, yeah. And give them tools. You give them confidence. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's important that they keep the 
that is so boldly kept onto your structure. Because sometimes you feel that, oh, the kids, they, they don't want to be in school, mm. they are in school all day, they, they just want to play, but mm. they really uh, appreciate it, this structure. Mm. And I say they need it. They need it, and you can also see that it creates uh, a good uh, culture for them to learn to just have this uh, character, mm. to study the Bible, to pray, to sing, and and uh, they start to love it and have a good routine, which mm. is so important. Yes, yes. And, and if something happens between our meetings, they send a text message in the group and explain anything, and, and immediately start praying in the group. Yeah. Small, they are only t- 10 years old, 11 years old, and they just start praying. They are pray- prayer force in this uh, small group. And... Uh, um, it's a very important. I, I agree with you, Ellen. I think it's important that we have this structure because we feel we feel very secure in this structure, and we know that it's. I think it was in one seminar I heard or something. It's uh, always this screen. It's always uh, we have so much input all the time. So it's so important that they, actually they can sit for two hours around our table and do this. I never thought I, I would see that, but they do. They really do that. Yes, and afterwards we are we are very exhausted. Yeah, yeah we and are. Blessed, you can say. But very blessed. I feel high after because I got so much from the kids and from God, of course. And uh, sometimes we have some uh, guests in our group. Uh, we had uh, Ialin. She, uh, She's we been had with us once. Yeah, exclusive group we can say. Yeah, and uh, we had Matta, our oldest, and she is uh, seventeen. So I, th- so they look up to her and they see, uh, and she told her about, told them about her plan when she read read the Bible, how she does it, how she used different pens, and and they just wow, okay. <laughs> I think that's good because. We can tell things, and we, but we are adults. We are parents, and I think it's important to sometimes have younger people with us as well. It gives some inspiration to the kids. Otherwise, they are following our. We can say they don't tell anyone what we are doing at our meetings. A no. L- little bit too much, I can say, but <laughs> because parents don't know what we are doing, <laughs> so they are taking this a little bit step yeah. more than we mean. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you didn't tell that, isn't it so that they choose, get to choose the songs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, let's, yeah we, uh, in the start of the, the term, we, uh, they can have uh, songs they like to, to sing, like us, like us to sing. I actually, I go through the song first because I think it has to be good words so they, they can understand. But um, and then some, every time I pick one, now you have to you can choose one song and they choose. We have a map with I think twelve songs with yeah, text. Maybe 12. So everybody had the text before that. And a playlist on Spotify as well, so we they can listen to it at home, so they know the songs. But they never know which song is going to be, so everybody right. try to guess. Yeah, they guess. Put the finger they... on it's number seven or. I'm going to five. win. I'm going to win. And I try to not. I put one song, oh, it wasn't that song. No. 
<laughs> Everything is competition. <laughs> Yeah, um, we have uh, scouts. We have a group called scouts. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, a more open group for for every kid. It's a lot of non-Christian kids going there, and and uh, your choir also. And also my choir because uh, we call kids fusion. So it's uh, like uh, dancing and some drama, and it's a choir. And but we sing about Jesus. We sing Jesus party. A lot, but and it's uh, many but, children from different families. But, uh, but in this between group, it's uh, they need to have something yeah. to start. But it's all not only from our church; it's also no. kids from other churches that no. attend to build some bridges between churches. Yeah. And I think well, it's good that we have something for the church kids. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Only because when we have scouts and all the other stuff, we we try to win people in and it's not that intimate time with God and you need that too mm. uh, there is a time to <coughs> preach and, uh, and reach out to people and there is a time to be intimate with God mm. it's a good thing to prioritize yeah. and, and I thought as a fruit of this also our oldest daughter is going to start a group for mm. older or for teenagers teenagers yeah a home group in this autumn they had wood Try to start this summer, but the time isn't enough. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, we also had um, what we call family days uh, once a year. It's a big, uh, like a party uh, outside of church, uh, and in that that time, many kids come, and not from the church, from everywhere. I think, from yeah, from the home, yeah, neighbors, and we do faith things in the time we have children's meeting. Mm. Did you get some encouragement to do something? Maybe you can ask God if you have something in your heart that you want to do. Take it with you. Take it with you, test it and check it. Don't try to walk on water without Jesus and some support. <laughs> I know what happens then. <laughs> yeah. Any more questions? It's just, it's, it strikes me when you were talking that uh, uh, it's like you are teaching the kids to learn to sew. Mm-hmm. 
and what you saw you will read. Yeah. And, and you already reads I mean seeing the joy and, and yeah. yes. yeah. harvesting that. And, mm-hmm. and uh, that's so important that we learn to sow the right things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. They know now that prayer works. Yeah. Because they, they have know. seen it. Maybe somebody, everybody prays for somebody if it's hurt or something. They can feel that immediately it gets a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So the group knows that mm-hmm. prayer works. Yeah, they, they are so confident in that, have confidence in it, because they know it. I struggle with it. I think, I think most of us struggle with, with the, if the prayer works. But they know. <laughs> It's a fantastic age, actually, the 20 to 12 year olds. They're so fantastic. They, they're stepping out <coughs> from the small kids' view and see more. It's a, it's, it's a very, we love to be in that age group. I love the small kids as well because they have the, the small kids' choir, but I think it's, uh, I, this gives me even more, uh, actually. Yes, to they learn where they can feel comfortable and safe in which environment. Even if they leave the church, they know where they can come back yeah. to get support. Yeah. Because they have felt it by themselves, not mm. just the, on, the, on the Sunday school and stories, but they have done it themselves now. Mm. We have a pastor in our church. If we don't get impact on the kids, somebody else will do. So it's important that we do that. They have instance, instance impact from this one. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen a kid not watching a phone? <laughs> they can't live without them. So you need to give them something else than all the impact they get there from there. We don't know what they are looking at. The phone, the iPad, and the telly at the same time, actually. Oh. Mm. Yes, we don't have anything more from us. If you don't have any questions or wonders. I have a question. I yeah. hope you can relate. When, uh, how do you know if you have a call, if it's your voice or God's call? How can you? 
I, yeah. I was waiting for that question. <laughs> that's, that's a hard one. I'm starting, up, when I get something, I don't say anything at first. I let it rest a couple of days, weeks or something and see if it still stays. And then I test it first on my wife. That's good to check what you think. Anyway, it needs to be a good thing, of course. Otherwise, you can get away. And the next thing is to, with this seminar, for example, I, I got this thing, I, we need to have a seminar about this. And I check with my wife first, and after that, I talk to Steve, Jeans, about it. What do you think? I have this, I feel this, what do you think? And they say, oh, I contact the company who have the seminars, and then I send it. So it's a, a lot of some check, checkpoints. Yeah, it's a process. And there's some mm-hmm. process, and as I said, don't walk alone on the water. Just check with somebody in the church before you start something. So you get this, your church behind you. Mm-hmm. It's and more I, safer, you can say. Yes. And I'm working in a different way because Lars is very... He has structure. I don't have that as much as he has. Uh, but I get a sense of feeling and I, will, I feel that... I think this can be from, from God. I, I think that... And I, I'm not uh, thinking about it a lot myself because I always, what do you think about this? And I, maybe I got it 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I don't think about it a lot. I'm very impulsive and I share it with Lars. And, but he can't say yes or no because he has to bring it with him and think about it. And my checkpoint is, uh, is this okay if you read God's word, uh, the thing I got now, can I relate it to the Bible? If I can, I think, oh, it can be from God. Because uh, sometimes very crazy thoughts sometimes can be from God, of course. But you have to have some check. Actually, does he say that this, this is real? Um, so sometimes I, I actually go to the Bible and I pray about it. And But I, when I feel... How can I describe it? It's a feeling inside me that it's... I can't doubt that it's, it's God. I feel so calm. I feel so secure about this thought. Uh, when, I, when it's not from God, I feel insecure. I just I think, oh, maybe not. Or maybe, or maybe not. Or maybe. And that's me. That's me. That's not maybe, maybe you, but that's how it works for me. Sometimes God says says things to me in when we have this Sunday service and and I sit down in in the bench and I think and God tells me you have to go and share a thought and I feel oh no I don't want to go it's I don't want to disturb the pastor and something but actually I feel physically in my body uh, it's like a heat and he and a, a longing for me to go up and tell in front of the mic. And afterwards, I oh, why did I do that? But but actually, I go because I think when I feel that strong, I think that's from God. I think that. Yeah, you are right. Uh, three years ago, I was here, and I needed shame of me. I needed one year to think about if I should. Say my testimony. Mm-hmm. So I prayed a lot and I was shaking and now I'm shy, I cannot do it. And I did it. Mm-hmm. And I was not alone, of course, I was with my pastor and 
about the host so scary. So for me, I feel like so, some energy is pushing me. Yeah. I, I have to do it because it's a blessing for the people. Mm -hmm. Because it was something personal about me and it's vulnerable, you know, to share. But I did it. And afterwards, I have to admit, I was so exhausted, so, so but it was in a good way. Mm -hmm. Something like that. And yeah. I cried a lot. And uh, I mean, in my personal time, you know, not on the stage. It was a something deep, but I kept myself, myself strong. So, um, I can relate a lot uh, like this from the past. Mm -hmm. But uh, since then, three years, I have another staff. And I'm even more scary, and I don't know what should I do. Is it easy for me? Is it from God? And I start to pray. Please mm -hmm. show me, give me a sign. This mm -hmm. is how, how I'm doing. Wrong or not, this is how I work. I'm praying a lot, and say, show me, should I do this? Mm. I always try to be stubborn because I'm not hearing so good. I think. Excuse me? You need to be stubborn to tell me all, all, all again and again and again so I can be sure. Mm. But when, I think it's good to, uh, the loss said that it's important when you have some thoughts and you don't know, share it with someone. Sa share it with a pastor or a mentor because when you, do, when you share it you can very quickly see if it's good or uh, if yeah, it's yeah, from you yourself or sometimes sometimes some things from your that you think oh this is from from my from me but god created you so sometimes things from you is from god yes. yeah and when you hear it and saying it you also could get yes. more in your mind mm -hmm. that's not thinking uh, I, saying. yeah like i said uh, i have like three years since then and i said okay just let it go and uh, again So you have a, a, a check. So yeah. this is something God has, has taught me to do, and it's, it's been really helpful. Mm. And I was going to do it that um, me and my husband we we pray together over our economy and money and and kids and everything. And we and we pray three times together, and it's amazing how how God speaks. Yeah.
Good, you uh, can challenge so. God and see if it works. Yeah, yeah, of course. course. My, my husband challenged me a little bit, though, when we were moving to Sigas Nest 18 years ago. And I said to God, if I'm moving to this small village, you have to give me a word in the Bible to stand on so that I know that I live in Sigas Nest because you said in your word, la 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 la, and that's why I live in Sigas Nest. <laughs> and I took a thumb word verse, I don't recommend anyone else to it. <laughs> I put my thumb in the Bible and I put up my Bible and I got Micah 4.10 and it says, uh, You daughter of Zion, as a woman in labor, la la, uh, now you should go out uh, to the, uh, to the, uh, now, I the field. You should go to the fields and leave the city and mm. go out on the field. <laughs> <laughs> promise to the small village. So, okay, I said, okay, I'm moving to Sinasnet. And my husband was like, okay, I'm moving to Sinasnet. What should I do then? <laughs> and I had to speak to me too. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. And he said, I'm doing the same. I'm taking a promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it. I'm not too much. It's not impossible. And he took the Bible and put his thumb into the New Testament, very far, far into the New Testament, but he was lying in bed, so he dropped the Bible and it fell on him, and the pages went like this, rah, 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 and it fell up. And he, he sat up and he looked at the Bible and said, what did you get? And he was like, why did you face? And I was like, what did you get? Tell me. And he said, you're not going to believe me. I got my passport test. Important part of Sylvia's <laughs> Nest, you, you don't ever move it from there. <laughs> I hope not. Sometimes when you're asking God to speak, he mm. 
but very, very, many, very often he comes with a soft whisper, and you just yeah. have to be aware and listen to the small, small whisper or like a caress, like a caress in the wind, a small, small mm. caress in the wind, and you have to be still and listen and feel those small caresses. It's very important. Mm. Thank you so much for listening and sharing with us. Thank you. Thank you.